Bald and Blonde. Welcome to the Mindset Evolution Podcast. Hear about tips, tricks, skills, tools, inspiration, mental hygiene, know what you want and how to create what you desire to achieve predictable results and create a content life wherever you are. And here are your hosts, Kathy Tate and Daisy Pup. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bold and Blonde Mindset Evolution. I'm Kathy Tate, the Bold Warrior, coming to you from Australia. And with me is Daisy Pap from Florida Keys. Hi, Daisy. Hi, Kathy. So good to see you and so good to hear you. And hello to the future. I can't wait to be there. And guess what? What? About 60 seconds ago, I learned what the topic is. <laughs> <laughs> Literally was about 60 seconds ago, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe for once in a lifetime, there's that song when it's going on, for once in my life, I'm going to announce what the topic will be. Okay. It will be copy, paste. Awesome. Oh, no. I, you know what? Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I think that doesn't work. So why don't you do that? Just tell the listeners what we're going to talk about that. Okay, so I know. Okay, so go ahead. Let's do it how we always do it. <laughs> Today, I thought we would talk about what Daisy describes to me as a copy-paste habit. And I find this topic quite intriguing because we talk about the people that we help out there. And Daisy sees this happen quite a bit and it intrigues me and makes me realize that it's probably a behavior pattern that a lot of us do. So Daisy, do you want to tell our listeners what copy paste is? And then we'll get into this topic a bit deeper. Okay. What I mean with that when I call it copy paste is actually when we're in a situation right here, right now, that's all we have is the present moment. Agreed? Yes. The past is over, the future is yet to come. Yes. And when we look at it this way, that we are the subtotal of all we've experienced so far. Follow me? Yes, I believe that. Okay. Now, when we have past experiences, for example, I could give you a list of it, but let me be smart about it, what I give <laughs> in this setting. I really need to think about it. It's okay. Take your time. Let's say I have the tendency to really look out for liars because I got burned by some. Yes. Mm -hmm. I was lied to in different settings, different stages of my life that caused me quite some suffering. So somebody lied to you very badly. Mm -hmm. And I believed them. Yeah. Until it came out. Then it could be that in my present moment right here, right now, I may be a little bit oversensitive to liars. And probably have trust issues. I could have. Mm -hmm. I don't, but I could have. Yeah. So now here's what happens. Let's say in the past I was lied to. And here in this present moment right here, right now, I'm afraid that you are going to lie to me. So what am I doing actually? I'm referring to the past. I copy what happened in the past. It may have happened to me once in my life. Yeah. But I'm afraid right here, right now. And because I feel it right here, right now, that fear of, okay, I'm going to be lied to again anyways. Why should I trust at all? Because all people are liars. People tell whatever, on average, 20 lies a day. There's a statistic out there, truly. I think I'm one of the most sincere people on this planet. And I, I was shocked. I lie 20 times a day. 
So I'm still trying to discover when and where and how. <laughs> but so, so let's say I had experienced that you once lied to me, which she did not. Kathy is truthful and I trust her implicitly. But let's say I found her lying in the past. And now here in this very moment, today's date, in this hour, I'm thinking, okay, she's going to lie to me again. Because I still somehow am caught up in the past that it happened to me. I feel it right here in my body, although it might have happened two years ago, five years ago. But I feel it. My body is creating the matching feelings to the thought, oh, I was lied to and probably I will always be lied to. Maybe on my forehead, it's written, you can lie to me. Or maybe I just look naive in all the settings and people feel it's okay to take advantage and just tell me the blue and the green and the yellow from the sky. Mm -hmm. And then what I really do right here, right now, which is the moment of creation, because follow me one more step back. If I am a subtotal of everything that I've experienced so far in life, yes, then I'm also the subtotal of all the choices and everything I've experienced and everything that I believed and so forth. But I suffer right here, right now, based on what happened to me in the past. What happened in the past was created previously to that particular moment in time, just as right here, right now is the subtotal of everything I've experienced so far. Now I'm in this very moment creating my future. And when I'm creating my future at the same time, while I feel oh, I'm going to be lied to anyway, so why should it matter? Why should I trust in the first place? Why should I believe her? Because it doesn't matter. I will find out that she's lying to me anyway. So now I'm the creator in this very present moment. And I'm actually, what I did, I copied the past, live it in the present, and paste it into the future. And I'm projecting into my future just all these experiences that I've experienced in my past. And the problem with that is that Whoever wants to have a better life, a more fulfilling life, a healthier life, a more loving life, a brilliant life, a genius life, a dream life, you can only do that when you take full responsibility of what you are creating right here, right now. Therefore, you need to stop doing the copy-paste. I love it. So true, too. And I think we do it without realizing or even meaning to sometimes. I can give you a very good example that just happened recently. I was working with a client the other day and she mentions to me, yeah, so it's time to go home after four months away from home. And she had a traumatic experience in that home, let's say a year ago. And she's now in paradise. She's very happy. She's very content. She feels very joyful. Every evening she's looking forward to the next morning. Every morning she's looking forward to what beautiful things she's going to do and will experience in that day filled with joy because that's her attitude. She's very content where she is. And now she already knows, oh, it's time to go back home. She, in this very moment, is creating already a copy of the past, thinking of what traumatic event happened there. In this very moment, she's reconstructing the images, the sounds, the words, the situations, the short movies, everything that she remembers, she's reconstructing in her head. She's right here thinking in this very moment already how horribly and miserably she's going to feel when she arrives back home because in the past she felt so disappointed by what traumatic event occurred. So what's she doing? In this very moment, she is creating and constructing a future based on her past and not based 
on what it could be. Yeah. So she's completely blocking herself out of the infinite pool of infinite possibility. She would like to have a different life, but while she's looking back into the past, the traumatic event she's copying that feels it right here, right now, is already afraid how she's going to be miserable once she's back home. She's already constructing it right here, right now, and therefore she's limiting herself to what? To her past. Yes. Who's doing it? She does. Yes. Does she realize she's doing it? No, I helped her a little bit and she was a little bit resistant. And I understand that because there's usually a fear, like, but that's my personality. This is how I've always been. Ah. This is how I always was. So now she's justifying. Yes. Why she's projecting into her future the past that she hated so much. But she's suffering already today, although she might arrive maybe in four to six weeks. So I try to help her understand that she's free to choose doing that. She's not free of the consequences when she's doing that. Yeah, I think you've just hit the nail on the head, Daisy, that we all get a choice. And we speak about this so much because we really want you to realize it's true out there, guys. (laughs) You get to choose everything. So you get to make a choice about whether you keep copy pasting. You get to make a choice about even having the self-awareness to know you're copy pasting. Although I do have a glass ball, but I don't see what other people pretend seeing. So don't get me wrong here, but I can quite easily predict someone's future. Based on what you see of their mindset? What I see, what they're doing right here, right now, what they're complaining about, what they're worried about what they're concerned about, what they're suffering from, what they're really scared of, what they want in their life, but sabotage themselves. And I know a little bit of their past. I know exactly how their future is going to look because I know when they copy-paste. Yes. Now, I think that we'll take a short break right here. And when we come back, listeners, Daisy's going to give us some further insight into how we can change this pattern of behavior. I'm happy to. I'm happy to. Wonderful. So stay with us, guys. We'll be right back. Talk to you soon. And thanks for staying with us. We really appreciate your time. So, Daisy, this is getting really interesting. How do we bring our awareness to what we are doing to ourselves? Because I think that we do get stuck in patterns of behavior, don't we? Mm. And when you're used to projecting your past into the future, how do you recognize you're doing it and start really going, oh, that's what I'm doing for a start? The awareness of that is the first thing, isn't it? I agree. I agree. I think the first step to start well off is what's your words? What the words you're using? I had a business client, so he was a business owner, and they hired me to help them to change the environment in the business and amongst the co-workers and management. And he was there and he was quite upset and he was very frustrated. And he said, I'm dealing with all idiots. I'm dealing with idiots every day and I'm sick and tired and all these idiots and then this. And so he had different labels of all these people, how he named them and what he thought of them. And I listened to him for a couple of minutes. I thought, okay, so let's get the air out, put it out on the table. Let me see what's in there. Mm. Because when I see what's in there, I can help organizing it. And I told him that actually he doesn't need me. He was shocked. I just hired you. And I said, you don't need me. Because you're already so set in how your future will look like. 
that I cannot help you. He was shocked. I bet. I was packing my little notebook because I have this cute little notebook and then I have a very pretty pen. And then so I'm sitting there and writing and I packed it all the way back into my handbag. And he said, so what do you want me to do? I said, I don't want you to do anything. The question is, do you want to do anything? That is when he said, so, so what is this all about? You're playing games? He <laughs> tried to play the macho business owner. And I said, I don't know what you're used to and what type of people you're used to deal with. When I'm called to help, then that's what I'm going to do because I'm determined and I'm devoted to help you. That's my commitment. But when you are ready in this very moment, know how your future will look like, that you will have to deal again with idiots and others and idiots and others, and they're all idiots and this and that and the other words I don't even want to think, then I'm not in the right place. And that was the light bulb moment for him because he knew that it will be an embarrassment when I walk out of that office without any plan. Yeah. Because it was a management thing. Hmm. So he said, okay, so what can we do? I mentioned to him, change your vocabulary. Number one, are these people really idiots? How do you know? Did you make an idiot test on them? Did you make an IQ test on them? What is your definition of idiot? And he came to the conclusion that actually he was tremendously frustrated that he was not understood when he verbalized something. And he was so frustrated that he cut off words, said half sentences, wanted others to be mind readers, which is impossible. And so we cleared out that environment quite nicely. And he was able to stop copy pasting. Awesome. So how do we become aware that we're doing it? Look at your past. Not to stay there, the past is over. And look at what you're doing right here, right now. And if you right here, right now, are thinking the same thoughts that you thought in the past that led you to where you are right here, right now, then how come that you would think thinking the same thoughts will lead you to a different future? So there must be some sort of change happening. How do we do that? Look at the future picture that you'd really desire. Let's say... You want to live on the water, you want to live on a lake, on a houseboat. I'm just making up a picture. And you want to have a little skiff with which you can drive to shore from the houseboat. And then you see the swans on the lake. And then you see sunset. And then you see the ducks flying around in the sunset. Or you see the sunset by itself or the sunrise. And if that's what you really want, then look what you're doing right here, right now. Are you supporting that picture with your actions you're taking right here, right now. Mm. Now, if I want, let's go back to my client, the married woman. She knows exactly what she wants. And I say, okay, that's okay to want what you want. But I know that I'm going to feel miserable in that house. And I say, okay, so you're limiting yourself. And how is that supporting you to get what you want? It took me quite almost two hours. And then we came to the conclusion, Daisy, you're so right. We need to work on that. Mm. And I said, that's, voila, here we are. Yeah. Oftentimes we are afraid, oh, then I need to change my personality. No, you don't. No, not at all. Yeah. It depends on what's your definition of personality. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely it does, yeah. But I don't think it's personality. I think it's learned actions. Some people identify themselves with their personality, which is, a repetitive thinking that creates specific beliefs, then these beliefs lead to specific actions. These actions become patterns. The patterns become a habit, and then they identify the personality with the habit. 
And I'm saying, okay, you don't need to give up your personality. Just change your thinking a little bit. The personality will change afterwards. I don't tell them that because they're <laughs> so scared of losing their personality. Okay. So <laughs> because it's all about my attitude will determine the experience of my life. And my attitude right here, right now determines my future. Now, if my attitude is that, oh, because it never happened in the past, so why would it happen in the future? Then I'm limiting myself and I'm all about away with the limitations. Yes. No, getting rid of the limitations. Yes. And I say, even when you look at my Skype idea, it says, uncondition yourself. That's my statement. Because you're conditioned, I'm conditioned. Okay, let's uncondition ourselves. Yes, absolutely. And I have very strong feelings about conditioning and we will certainly be doing an episode on that. <laughs> <laughs> I think the list of topics we're not going to have a podcast episode on is much shorter than the list on we <laughs> Oh, yeah. I have several pages of topics. Don't worry. <laughs> we are never running out. I wish I could peek in to get ready and prepare, but no, I don't. <laughs> no, Daisy's not allowed to know them. No. I know, I'm fine with it. But let's go back to the copy-paste. <laughs> so in order to create a different future, you need to stop limiting yourself to the past experiences. And that is actually how you feel right here, right now, because you're the subtotal of everything you've experienced so far. Mm. Now, what can we do? We need to teach our body to feel the way how it will feel. Very attractive experience, though. So create that picture of your future self. How will you be feeling when you reach your goal, how will you be sitting, body language, posture? What will you be doing? What will you be saying? What will you be listening to? Who will you be surrounded by? So what will be the environment like? What mm. will it look like? Create a picture, a little movie for yourself, like the smells and sounds and fit touch. Like the picture perfect, the five senses. Yes. How it feels, notice the temperature on your body. So you just create a picture or a short movie of your future, the best version that you can imagine. Now it's tricky because if you're still connected to your past, then you will be having a limited future picture. But it might be very helpful to stick with that future picture and add the colors and add that horse that you always wanted to own or add that tiger you always wanted to see or add that trip in the Caribbean you always wanted to do. Add that whatever it is on your bucket list. Add visiting the Tour de France, the absolutely amazing up and downs that the cyclists do there in France. Then whatever it is, or go to Australia and see, that's one of my bucket list topics, and see the Formula One season opening. And yes, cheering up Daniel Ricciardo. Actually, Max Verstappen, I like him too right nowadays. And Sebastian <laughs> Vettel, of course. And I could give you the list. I hope you're listening out there, guys. <laughs> you have a fan. <laughs> yes, they do, Max. He's a future world champion, my, my bet. So just make this picture so awesome, so beautiful, so attractive. And then as you imagine that picture, just notice if you were there, how it would feel like. Now, here's the trick. Actually, you're a little bit sneaky and you're doing something that is quite tricky for the mind to comprehend. And that's what we want to do because we want to be the master and command our body to feel something that's not here yet. Yes, because the mind can't tell the difference, right? If it's imagined or real, exactly. Yes. But your body 
will respond with a matching feeling. So imagine and stick with that picture, the picture perfect in your perfect future as you wish it to be. And you can always leave space for some possibilities that you have not thought of. And then just think, okay, so go into that picture, imagine being there and notice how your body feels. Well, wow, I'm going to feel like, oh, oh, this is flamboyant and Ah, this is so awesome and exciting and delicious. And oh, I love the massage I'm getting from these tiny feet there in Thailand on the beach. And it is just phenomenal. And I like this little pina colada or I like the bubbles with Kathy, whatever it is. And just make it really real. And then just notice how it feels in your body. And just notice how right here, right now, your body is changing its posture. Your gestures will change. Maybe your tone changes. Maybe your muscles relax in certain areas, or maybe they tensen up in other certain areas, depending on what's in your future picture, right? So now you teach your body how it will feel like when you achieve that picture. Now your body is not stupid because he actually likes that experience. He says, wow, I never felt so good. I never felt so good before. That's quite attractive. Give me more. So now here's what happened. You actually taught your body how it will feel like when you step into your future self as you wish it to be. And you no longer are imprisoned to the physical and emotional sensations of any sorts of shape and form from your past. That's when you're free. You unlink it. Mm. And when you can feel it right here, right now, that's when you can create it. Yes, I love that. I think that's a real truth bomb there, what you've just shared with our listeners The ability to do that, to picture and visualize the future in such a way as you are in it now is such amazing and powerful exercise to do. And we can actually manifest using those same powers, which we will speak more about later, guys, but step by step. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but here's what I would like to contribute to that to those of you out there who this is new to. I would say to you, create your movie of your dream life when you are lying in bed trying to go to sleep and add something every night. Because if you are like me and sometimes have a tendency to overthink when everything is finally quiet and dark, <laughs> it can be tough without Daisy's voice meditating me to sleep. <laughs> so this is a great exercise to do at that time where you go to sleep then relaxed, thinking about something positive in the future and building this picture for yourself. So I think that would be a great thing to do for yourself out there. Just go ahead and do it and then we will teach you how you can recreate it. Because actually, okay, let me correct myself. Generate it. Because it's not about creation. It's about generation, generating it. More about that. In another episode. That's right. So we hope that you get the concept of copy and paste and why we're saying don't copy and paste. And we hope that we've helped you realize how to change that pattern of behavior. So thank you again, Daisy, for your insight my knowledge. It is so amazing that you so freely and happily share this value with all our listeners, because these, I know, are things that you have spent many years studying and learning in order to understand that to the level you do. And practicing. Mm. Yes. And having case studies 
not official case studies, but very official case studies at my company, because I see where we start with clients when we start working and then where they get and where they go to and where they thought they wanted to go. And then, you know, there's so much ahead of what they wanted. And then they say, I never thought this was possible. So I love sharing it. And it's a very big joy. It's fulfilling my heart, truly, to share it with you and with all our listeners. And thank you so much for all the support we're getting out there. 68 countries. And this is just amazing. Thank you so much. We want to reach at least 150 countries because that's my goal. Because I'm envisioning it that I see a number printed out when we see the countries where we reach our listeners. And I see the number already. And I've already noticed how it feels when I see that number because I already envision my future self and I'm celebrating it inside of me right here, right now, so it can happen in the future, because it is not about attracting, and it's not about law of attraction. It's about generating what's already within you when you know how to step into that field of creation, then you can just generate it within you. That's it. You know what, Daisy? I can taste the bubbles that we'll be drinking to celebrate. Me too. They're popping up my nose right now. I love it. I love it. See, there you go. Yes, thank you to all of you out there. We do very much appreciate your time and your efforts to share our podcast with your family and friends. We want to make a difference in your life. So thanks for joining us for another episode and we'll be with you again next week. We are Bold and Blonde. Mindset Evolution. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Bald and Blonde Mindset Evolution Podcast. Make sure you like our podcast, comment and leave us a five-star review. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you consume podcasts. Share with your friends and loved ones. Leave a comment and reach out to us with questions and how we can help you change your life. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Talk to you next time.